You're listening to the Water Into Wine podcast, hosted by Grace Valentine and Ketley Valcourt. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Water Into Wine podcast. This is your co-host, Ketley Valcourt, with... Grace Valentine, your other co-host. And so we're so excited for y'all to be joining us, whether you're in your car, in your dorm, if you're unpacking for the school year, what, wherever you may be, thanks for joining in and tuning in for this episode. And Catley, we're talking about something that we have both been put to the ringer in, and we have overcome. And now I feel like we're wiser in this topic, wouldn't you say? I mean, I feel like I am such a scholar when it comes to situationships. <laughs> It is one of those things that I know way too much about. I am glad to say I've graduated out of it and starting new. Yes. Honestly, yeah, Ketley has some like, I'm not going to push her, but some big life developments. So some she- big life development. You guys have heard of def- different boy stories in the past, but um, recent developments is a new relationship on the horizon. So this is what horizon? I call myself it's a scholar. It is what? in it is in the atmosphere. It's it is in the atmosphere. It is risen already. <laughs> You're right. It has risen. It is new. At the relationship. I love it. It's exciting. It's new. Um, but honestly, as strange as it sounds, I owe what I've learned to the situationships I've dealt with. And you know, it's been a rough, rough journey, but I'm super glad that we're talking about it. Um, but I mean, I got a couple of things to say about situationships. Definitely started off, I feel like we always say that when we were what three, five, ten years old, we were in relationships. And I'm like, I don't even know what those were. They that were like, was not me. Okay, when like you're saying when you're young, I was yeah. the girl like, I'm gonna be present. I wore suits <laughs> in Sunday school. I was like, I, I don't have time for a man. I have to be. I don't have time. I have to rule the world. <laughs> I was like, girls would be like, this is my like boyfriend on the playground. I'm like, how do you have time when you could be dreaming of big things? <laughs> Spoken like a true three. That is as three enneagram three as it'll get. I love that. I, I love that. But yeah, um, I feel like, you know, one of the first things that I've learned from my situationships and like, this is something that I've learned from you, you've always said it, is that they always come back. It is a tell, like it is, you know, tale as old as time is that they will always come back. Did I tell you? I mean, if people have been listeners for a while, even recently, Dr. Eyelashes again reached out to me. Well, the worst is he reached out to me through text. I didn't respond. Then he DM'd me on Instagram. And then I looked at Instagram. And there was a girlfriend in that. And I was like, oh, I know. And so then he was like, I was like, by the way, I was like, I answered his question. And I was like, because he's asking this dumb question. I was like, um, and then I was like, by the way, cute girl, like, take care of her. She seems great. Because I'm like, you're not taking care of her if you're DMing. Not her. literally. And then he was like, ha thanks. And then um, he goes, I'm in a better place. And I was like, oh, are, you, are you really? You're obviously place? not. <laughs> and then they broke up the next week. So I hope oh, you did like, not tell me they broke up. Because I saw like the picture is gone. And then oh. I, I did, I, I just, I was like, the jailbreak up. I need another tea. And he was like, yes. But I did hear, honestly, we caught up in like a chill way. I mean, he would love another chance. He has no more chances with me. But he sounds like he is doing a lot better other than the whole DMing me. I think they were on the low. Like they were, yeah. they were wrapping it up. Already on his way out. Um, but I, like he's like not drinking anymore. Like, so oh, if you, you know, leave. you could, I, I think you got to leave some men you'll leave them better than they started and that you don't notice that till later. So 
that'll be hopefully someone else will get the better vision but i know be- honestly but too much pride to go back but yes men always come back i've said that to ketley i've said that to everyone but they only come back if you have the confidence enough to walk away on a good note on a respectful note even when they're not kind to you you have to go out of your way to be the kinder one you know mm-hmm. and that's so hard because you're like do they just walk on me and they didn't walk on you if you're walking away but you can be kind as you walk away and that's something that's yeah. important and just like, but then when they come back, you can't help but be like, yeah, you missed out. Like, don't be afraid to have your little power moment of being like, you had a shot and you've lost it, but I wish you nothing best in your future endeavors. Because <laughs> they have nothing bad to say after that. And they just realize like, oh, this is, this is what happens when I step into things and I'm just not ready. Like, I remember moving to California, like one of my like past relationships came out of nowhere just so coincidentally when I moved to California, and like when I finally posted that I moved to California and it was obviously this that normal text oh my gosh I see you're doing great like I really wish you nothing but the best and then obviously you were like okay well this is another chance and I've been there I've done that I fed into the text messages and went back and forth and everything and it was a rough realization but like I had to be the one to step away and be like hey like I am I I am doing really good and you're not part of this chapter of my life And I think it's, you know, I have, I own all the autonomy in the world for me to step away. Like, I'm not going to wait. And that was a big prayer I kept having was like, God, give him the the strength to walk away. Give him the strength to like say no and close the door. And I remember one time, like when my friends looked at me, it was like, God has already given you strength to do that. He's giving you the strength to do so many more things. Like, why are you placing your strength in a man? And I was like, okay, you're right. Shut me down, whatever. So like closing the door on, on a situationship, like, that might just have to fall in your hands and they will come back for sure. But, oh, my dear sisters, please be strong when they do come back. Do not, do not, do not succumb to that second chance. I mean, unless they're, if you really believe they're the one, I'll say that. And I will say, they, it's not even sometimes that they want a second chance. They're just seeing if you're still there. It's not even mm. like they want to marry you. And that's, that's, the, that's the thing that hurts the pride most is like, they will come back, but it's just because they're bored again. Like, because yeah. they, they didn't view you as a partner. They viewed you as a cure to their boredom with their fingers being bored. So they went to text you. Like, just twiddling their thumbs. Twiddling their thumbs bored. Like, men used to go to war and out know <laughs> mechanics. And now they're just texting girls, what's up? Like, and sending 17 Snapchat in their mid-20s you know um but yeah I, I mean my, my my first thing I want to tell everyone about situationships is that you're only in a situationship if you allow yourself to be like if you settle and allow yourself then you're in it you know and so I think sometimes people are like can you give me advice on situationships my advice would be stop allowing it like yeah. stop allowing guys who are going to be confusing to like be your like someone that you're considering dating which would be married and like don't get me wrong you don't need to ask on the first date I think I've seen like some TikToks or some people give advice like if they don't tell you on the first date like where they stand and their pursuit like and some people do that but also chill like you know they don't have to say that they want to definitely date you but they have to be clear with each date the intention and they have to especially if they are already trying to like honestly like get in your pants or hook up with you before they even intimately have good conversations with you or they have a little bit and then they already go for that on the first or second date, then they don't care enough about you at that point and they're not being clear because that's something that hopefully you would have had a conversation about where you stood before like any any kiss, anything happens. And so at least you should know their idea. They don't you don't have to be boyfriend, girlfriend, but you should know that they want that and they're looking for that. And I think right. Only in a situation if you allow yourself to be so stop allowing guys to be confusing and don't yeah. be to ask them for clarity in it. Be like, hey, I'm confused. Like, 
are you asking me on a date again? Like, what is like the plan? Like, are you picking me up or am I meeting you there? Like, it sounds, you don't want, you're not annoying if you're just wanting to know the plan. That is crazy because you literally, that, uh, that was my last two points for the situationships. I was like making dinner like an hour before this. And I was like, just jotting all of these down. But literally I wrote like, sometimes the situations, situationships speak more about what you're willing to tolerate. And mm -hmm. like, it is really hard because like sometimes you want like the ups and downs because it's like quote unquote exciting. You're like, will he, won't he? I'm doing it for the plot, ha ha. And like, you're honestly, like you're trying to like, you know, come back home and tell all the roommates, like this is what happened and giving everyone the tea. But in actuality, like it's just going to, it's more telling of what you're willing to tolerate. And guys are going to sniff that out. They're going to know when there's a girl that's not going to do situationship and they're going to avoid them because they're like, hey, she's not wanting to play games. And they're going to go after the girls who, who are willing to like succumb to situationships and accept it. And I remember like before stepping into this relationship, I was like talking to my sister and she was asking how I feel. And I was like, I don't know, like I feel nothing. Like it's the first time, like I just don't feel anything. Obviously I like the kid and everything. And then she kid. was like, kid. <laughs> also, <laughs> we're the same age. Keep telling the story, but we have to give him a nickname. I've already can we've made the nickname and you're gonna keep finishing his story because it's so good. But what let's call it? him the quarterback because I think to all our Clemson girls, he looks just like Trevor Lawrence. So oh, that's the quarterback. Yes. Quarterback. I'll so take keep it. telling the story, but if you refer yes, to him, definitely don't say, say kids. <laughs> I won't call him kid. He'll listen to this one and be like, really? Um, the quarterback. Yeah. So sisters asking about the quarterback and everything, how he makes me feel. And I'm just like sitting there. I was like, I don't feel anything. It's not like I don't have feelings towards him. I obviously like him, but like, I don't know. It's, it's different than the other ones. I don't have the butterflies. And like, she like stops me mid sentence and is like, butterflies are just romanticized anxiety. Like, do not go after the guys who are giving you the butterflies. And it's like, I don't know if I was driving or walking. I don't know where I was. I just like stopped in my tracks and like, reviewed all of the past situationships I had and was like oh my gosh like remember every single time I had the butterfly moment and was like oh this is it like you know he's making me feel this way or he's making like, giving me those ups and downs and like you know my anxiety levels and it was just something that we thought was we were taught as little girls to like go after mm. in reality like that's not how <laughs> that's not what we're supposed to be you know walking into like it was the biggest thing when I like felt peace when you know he first asked me and I was like oh my gosh like I feel nothing and nothing as in there's no types of anxiety and no thoughts running through my head and no doubts so yeah it's really all about what you're willing to tolerate and like really just stop stepping into the situationships and girls really do have that intuition more than we think we do and we're always taught like you know oh maybe think about it more pray about it more like sometimes the guy just sucks like you can just accept it sometimes he's not a good guy especially if he's making you confused and stringing you along like it's okay to just let it go I can you say that quote one more time? Butterflies are butterflies are romanticized anxiety, and that is literally so true. Like the idea of also even like if you watch the show Summer I Turn Pretty, have you watched it yet? I will. I, I promise I have not. Yeah. So I it's the romanticized anxiety, and it's even like sexual tension. Sometimes it's just tension. Like sometimes you're just like completely yeah. confused, and you're like romanticizing this idea. But I always think this is one of my last points is. That if you got to your wedding day and everyone stood up and they told the story about how y'all met and they go, man, well, you know, he took it a frat formal and then she was confused for two months. And then, you know, they graduated and then he still texted her randomly at night. And then finally, like she started talking to another guy, but then he realized he missed out and then he came crawling back and then they were mm. another three months. You'd be like, that is so embarrassing. Like, yeah, it's only accept the love story of the one you want 
your kids to hopefully have too. You know, right. like if that's not something you want your kids to have, or if they're not pursuing you that way, and you're not being kind to that guy as a brother in Christ, even though it sounds gross, because you're like, oh, my brother, like my brother in Christ. <laughs> I'm meeting up with that night, you know. Uh, but at the end of the day, like they are your brother in Christ too and like you know you need to respect him enough to be like this is not acceptable if you want a good girl like me like I'm not gonna accept that you know I will be your friend I will laugh I will even let you say that flirty thing but I'm walking away and I'm not accepting it yeah honestly yeah and like what you were saying about like just ask them straight up like it saves so much time and heartache uh that was my last point just to rip the band-aid um and I think I'm just a big believer in this when it comes to just any 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 situations is that like, if you're wondering, if you're questioning, if you're confused, like rip the bandaid, like it's just going to be so much better to like actually be nervous about something if it's real, rather than just being nervous about something because you're just nervous about it possible being a possible thing. Um, and that was something that like, I've like honestly learned through these situationships of like, I just want to know I'm tired of waiting. And it just like cuts out so much time. And I remember like thinking through it. And every single time, like, you know, I like, okay, is this serious? We're on the first date. What are you doing? What, what's the point of this? I just, re- I just realized like, I can't really say the wrong thing to the right person. Like they're always like the wrong person's going to just like slip away. They're going to, they're going to, you know, drop off the face of the planet. They're going to ghost me. They're going to like, you know, leave me on red. And I'm like, they're just not the right person. And once the right person comes along, I can say X, Y, and Z. And they're just going to be like, yeah, like, let's, let's work this out. Let's talk through this. So if you're sitting there and like giving your situationship, like excuses after excuses to your girlfriends and saying like, no, he's just busy at work today. No, I don't want to text him again and bother him. I don't really, I'm not sure. Just rip the bandaid. It's just going to always be better to like be a hundred percent sure if he's actually wanting to pursue you or not. I love that. And I always say too, like when I think I've written like a mini book on my Instagram, if anyone wants to go back to it on like reminders for situationships and something I had said that like I have to run myself. So for the record, it's like, this is good advice. Like <laughs> said this, oh, me at night one day when I said I'd be better. Um, it. His potential isn't who he is. His potential is your hope, but it's not your reality. I think understand mm. sometimes Christian girls are like the good girls you see someone's potential because you truly want that. You know, if they were right. walking with Jesus and they were who God wanted them to be, they could be that. But the truth is, that's not your reality. That's like your hope and you can pray for that, but that is not the man you're with right now. And so if you are one giving me excuses, that is not going to lead you anywhere. And it's supposed, you're supposed to give grace. Yes. And I think sometimes Christian girls are like, I'm giving him grace. Like everyone makes mistakes. Like I forgive him because Jesus forgave me. And I'm like, no, you're making excuses for his behavior. You can give him grace, yeah. but- Grace will also not accept that over and over again, because grace also involves wisdom and wisdom says, Hey, if he is not being clear, if he is constantly confusing me, if he's saying one thing, doing another, if he's constantly having these other girls pop up on his phone, then he probably doesn't like me that much. And that's also, I think sometimes they just don't like you. And that's the most frustrating part, but if they don't like you too, you don't want them. And that doesn't even make them a bad guy, but you shouldn't put up with their confusion in that either. And you sh- doesn't make you a horrible person. They don't like you, but you do need to stop giving that excuses and accept the reality that they don't like you enough and walk oh, away. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, what you're saying about like giving them grace, like I'm a big believer that like grace looks different for every single person. Like you can't just be offering and extending this, like, you know, Hey, you're just going to, I'm giving you grace by welcoming you welcoming you back in my life. And like, that's not what you're going to say to every single person who walked on you, who said rude things to you. Like you can give grace and create boundaries. Like those two can coexist in a very happy, healthy life. 
Um, and it's just really hard for a lot of people to realize that. And even the other thing you were saying about like, sometimes they just won't like you. And I had a friend who like called me after a date, like in tears, like I just found like, quote unquote, love of my life. He was amazing, but like, and he was so cute, had a great job and he just didn't like me. And I'm like, okay. And he's like, I've never had that experience before. And I'm like, it's, it's time to have that experience. Like it was just one of those times where, I mean, she was one of those girls where she is gorgeous. And to hear that she has always had guys like her. I'm like, I think it's time for you to have a guy not like you. It's character development. It's growing. It's humbling at all the same times, but it's so good for you to be like, I'm not everyone's cup, cup of tea. And like, I have to realize that like, that's no, that's not me being lesser than that's not me being, you know, yes, not enough for the person who will be the cup of tea or whatever. Um, and it takes you one step closer to that person who's going to be your number one, who's going to like see you in the first, you know, moment you step out of the car and be like, that is my cup of tea or that's my woman or that's my wife or whatever. Um, but you're really not supposed to be every single person's type and just believing that you are is stressful and just not sustainable at all. And I think if you're, you're, you can be bummed, but you have to remember you didn't miss out. I think that's yeah. writing the lie and say, if it it would have been so great. And it's like, there's a Taylor Swift song, the one, like it would have been fun if you were the one. Oh, it yeah. wouldn't have been fun if your situationship was the one for the record. Like maybe that's like your childhood best friend you can think of, or like that person with the mom and the family you like, you know, like that would have been fun, but like it would not have been fun that the guy who led you on, who was maybe funny was the one. Because like, imagine what they'll feel like at age 35 or 45, if they're already that, you know, not treating you that kindly. And if they don't like you enough, like you won't have someone where people like, you know, when you're not in the room, you know that they are hyping you up, that they are right. bragging about you behind your back. They're and obsessed like, with you. Yes. And I, I do believe this is a hot take. And this isn't like, this is probably like, this is not biblical advice, but I do think the guy has to like the girl more for the relationship. Okay. <laughs> I was against it, but now I'm like, no, he, he I think I've told yeah. you this before, right? My theory. Yeah, is. he has to like the girl more. And now I like, you're like the quarterback loves me. <laughs> the quarterback loves me. <laughs> I know he's not, he's not obsessed. He's such a great, normal, cool guy, but like me. Hi, if he's listening, um, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, so I, but it is like the idea of like, and I will say there is that biblical thing of like, they have to be the leader. And it doesn't mean that they like tell you what to do and like boss you around and make all the money. Anyone who thinks that is what a leader is, is like so dumb, but they have to be a leader worth following. And they have to know how to like, look at you and like want you on their team, you know? And like, mm-hmm. you want them to follow them and they have to be a leader, you know, and they have to be submitting to God. But yeah, I just think they have to like, and that is also, I've seen relationships with the girl likes the guy more and I'm like, give it, give it a year, two years and maybe four years if he really leads her on, but it never works out. So it never works out. It's, it's a toughie. I mean, if you're in a situation right now, if you're in a relationship, sorry, if you're in a relationship right now and you are wanting to share that, like you did like him more and then he came around, like, I really want to hear more of those stories because I want to know, but like, you know, there can be both, you know, yeah, types of DM us on at water into wine podcast. If that's you. Yeah. Please let us share, know. We won't share your name. We won't be like, wow. Uh, Emily Brown in Tennessee is <laughs> that she was a simp and he did not like her. <laughs> like we won't share your name. But we we want to believe in all types of um, love stories that well, there is see. like this couple in the bachelor who like met on bachelor in paradise named Ashley and Jared. 
And if anyone knows that show where she like was crying on the island, was like, I'm going to marry him. And like one of his best friends is like, you will never marry him. Like he does not like you, whatever. And like she dated other people, da da da. And then he realized he liked her and then they got married and have kids now. And I was like, and she's always like, be delusional. Like, like that's what she's oh, like. Oh my gosh. Be delusional. Like, Embrace the Delulu. And I know you're not as much of a Swifty as me, but Taylor Swift has this new song though called Foolish that came out on the Speak Now. And it basically says like, foolish one like stop waiting for him like stop thinking he likes you <laughs> and I'm like yeah. relatable for the delusional girlies out there but sometimes he does need time to come along I will say I think guys with their girl best friend it's one of those things that they can wake up a year and be like wait a second all everything I want is in her you know but I don't think you can be the one if they constantly have denied you you know and choose to also entertain other girls then it probably won't work out but yeah prove me wrong it's a good time. It's a good time. And honestly, I feel like the fall semester is a great time for situationships to start or end, honestly. Like the summer There's- situationship then, but then the, the college ones are the ones. Exactly. And the coworker tension starts. The coworker you- tension. You're back in the office and what's going to happen? Will they, won't they? That whole thing. Yeah. It's always- yeah. Let's go to the printer together. <laughs> go to the printer together. Do you want to grab coffee? Yeah, we're obviously oh, not girls. <laughs> like, oh gosh. Friends who will tell me, I'm like, ooh, who's nice? I'm like, tell me the tea, you know? Um, yeah, that's so funny. Well, Kelly, do you have any other advice for anyone with situationships? Oh my gosh. Just learn from them. Just, yeah, really. That's like the biggest thing. Every time I've walked away, like obviously you're, it's heart wrenching and it's so sad. And like, yes, you're going to feel all the emotions, but just walk away, like realizing like, this is who I am as a person. And this is what I did in this, you know, situationship. And this is what he did. And this is what I'm going to do differently. Like, that's the best you can do after walking away from it. Um, but yeah. And what's your advice for girls like you who are used to situationships, but now you've met a good guy? Like, how do you not barf up your trust issues on that person? Oh, my, such a good question. Um, super thankful because he embraces all my freaking crazy wild emotions and I'm up and down and I'm word vomiting and like blah 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 like I was super straight up in the beginning and was like hey like this is what I want this is what I've experienced like if you can't really like go toe-to-toe with that then like please like just let me know now um and he said that was like the one of the big things like one of the biggest reasons why he felt for me because I'm so open and honest and I think like we want to play this little game when it comes to relationships nowadays of like, I can't show too much. I can't be too crazy. He knows I'm fully crazy. Like he knows I'm fully insane. And I'm like, now not a chill girl, not, not not a chill girl. Absolutely. I wish I try. I fail. But he knows that like, you know, when I'm feeling, you know, overwhelmed or anxious or whatever, like it's going to be the forefront of my mind until I talk it out. So the girls that were in the situationships before and like they're stepping into new relationships, like just fully embrace, like, okay, this is what I'm thinking. This is what I want to bring to the table. Um, really just like start with honesty and communication. It sounds so, ew, I never thought I'd be the person to say that. Communication is everything. The girl who gets a relationship last week. Last week, guys, listen to me. <laughs> Level up. I now know the secret to it is- I know everything. Oh God, no, I know nothing. I know no- I, I'm telling you, I'm a scholar in situationships. I'm a baby in relationships though. Um, 
but that's like the biggest thing that I've seen so far is that like, you know, I told him how crazy I was. I told him what I wanted and he's still sticking around. So here we are. Well, and I love the verse Isaiah 43, 19. It says, see, I'm doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I'm making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. That's Isaiah 43, 19. And I love that. Cause it's like, see, I'm doing a new thing. It's like God talking. Like I'm doing a new thing. Like if you keep looking back in the past, you're going to miss out on your present blessing. So like, yes, you've been hurt and walk away wiser, but don't assume it's going to edit, copy, edit, pace every time because every situation mm. is going to be different. And hopefully you'll learn something like Ketley said, but you can't allow yourself to look back. Like look at the new thing the Lord is doing. And usually if you're walking in that wisdom, you're going to hopefully deter away from the things that are similar. You're like, wait a second. I've learned that if I hit that curb, my tires are going to go flat soon. So let me <laughs> not hit that curb. Like let's avoid the curb of the SAE boy at the party. Or like, let's avoid the curb of the coworker who has dated the, every other girl in the office. And I think it'll be different with me, you know? So you walk with wisdom, but God is doing a new thing and like, make sure you perceive it. Make sure you're aware of it. And that's what's going on in little Ketley's life right now. <laughs> it's been a good time, guys. It's been a wild ride for sure. Okay. But you did talk a little bit about college and all of the new things that are happening for a lot of girlies who are on their way back to campus around this time. Yeah. yeah or they yeah, might, they're probably already back in college now. Crazy. It is crazy. Yeah. And I don't know. When does, when do classes start nowadays? Like August, September? Well, I will say we'll probably do like a whole episode on like, you know, college in general or like tips for that. But I mean, in general, when it comes to college boys, when you're back on campus, I mean, mm. I know, especially freshmen, if there's any freshmen listening, um, don't just, well, one, don't keep texting the high school boy that really put you through it your freshman year of college. I think sometimes you're like, you're delusional and you hold on to that. Like if you were looking down on your phone, you're going to miss out on the people around you. So don't text someone from your past. Like God is doing a new thing. And I think that's, I don't know if you did that your freshman year of college. Did you ever do that? Oh, you thought I dated in college. That's cute. <laughs> well, you were too busy <laughs> I did not date in college. college. Okay. Well, the thing is I didn't date at situations. Okay. So oh, true, true. Yeah. I mean, no, my not freshman even that. year, I literally was like texting like the high school boys who broke my heart. And then I was like, wait, I haven't even like looked around at these new boys, you know, or even these new friendships. And so I don't know, that's my advice for college girls on that. But also, um, never this is like maybe a hot take. Don't kiss a guy at a party. Like literally, you always regret it. Like if you are dressed as a some white trash like party theme, you know, like like the theme white trash. Um, if you are dressed as like a, you know, a jungle theme and you're dressed like a cheetah, you know, like, and you're just making out with a guy in the dark corner who's like, just drank so much like weird juice and your tummy hurts. Like, uh, it jungle will be juice. yeah, I'm like, literally don't. And so if this, and that's my like college girl advice on boys. And I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Oh, and if there's any college girl listening to this, I say this over and over again. If I could start a nonprofit, it would be to buy hotels for girls on formals. Cause at these state schools, I don't know, Kelly, you went to you know, a, a smaller school is Christian, but yeah. they share rooms a lot. Like they, they're forced to. And if they don't like, it's That's like- so alien to me. That's crazy. I know. <laughs> and I mean, I even went to Baylor and that happened too. So I'm yeah. like, please, yeah. please, I don't, don't touch me. <laughs> but I didn't have to, but I look back and I was like, why did I feel like I was forced to share a bed with this boy? Um, and then like he ended up being in someone else's bed the next night. So <laughs> sorry, I didn't put out. Oh my God. <laughs> the other girl. Um, but yeah, so- just remember that going into college, like you don't owe a boy anything. If he takes you to formal, it is not your hand of marriage. It is not a date. And you never owe a guy anything. You do not owe him 
you know, because he took a picture with you on Instagram. Like, that's so dumb. You're a woman to be fought for and to be pursued, not an itemized processing thing that you get when he gives you something. I don't know. Do you have any college tips on boys for girls in college? Okay, college tips on boys. I mean, I feel like the biggest thing, like, I hate, 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 hate to admit this, but I was the um, friend in college that had a ton of guy friends. So I didn't date um, any guys, definitely had situationships, but I had so many guy friends that it, years later, it came out that like guys never approached me because I was always with my guy friends. So they didn't know if I was dating them or not. So I really leaned into like, I guess like more healthy girl friendships and everything. Um, probably like my junior senior year, but that was like my biggest thing I wish I started off with uh, my freshman year is to like really like, you know, go into a lot of the girl friendships. Cause it felt, I don't know if you kind of feel this, like the pick me girl attitude of like, look, I'm like these guys around me and like, blah, blah, blah. Like, am I dating one of them? Who knows? This is so exciting or whatever. Um, but it's just like one of those things where like I, and people did think we were dating, but it was super weird. Cause they did see me as a bro. And I knew way too much about those guys to where I would never want to date them. And there is, and we go back and forth about like, should girl and guys be like best friends? No, no. I changed my mind. Anytime you it's change true. again. No, I'm back on the, still. I'm, I'm still on the no train. Oh, I okay. think it's, Cause also I laugh at the stage of my life. I'm like, it's weird. I'm 20. Why are you we in our mid twenties? Why are you texting me all the time? asking me how my day is. If you're not like in love with me, like, you know, like I just if like, you're not in love. You're not I mean, I'm already, there's no point. What this is flirting. Like, I don't care what you think. Like if, if there's going to be blurred lines of you. And I will say, I love that you said that because focus on your girl friendships first, because at the end of the day, oh gosh, when you're true. 25 and graduated, the guy, I had a lot of guy friends too. You're not calling them when something big happens. You're calling your girls. Like, and yeah, maybe have a couple good guy friends, but it will always be kind of confusing. And I mean, I, 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 I've reunited with my best guy friend. I don't know if I ever told you that. Like we, we had a great talk. He has a new girlfriend and we had like, this like bad. Wait, when was this? Yeah, you did it. I know. Okay. Which me and my best guy friend in college, we had like a little falling out involved with him being in love with me, but then him also still not, I'm like, okay let get hit then try and then i was like figure it out out. like and then now we're fighting in a hotel lobby because i was like ignoring him at a wedding he was so pissed at me and i was like like, you're not being a good guy to me like you're not being clear you're being confusing and it's just weird like and you and i hate that we ruined our friendship but at the end of the day it was best we ruined it and i told him i was like i cut him off as a friend and he told me he was like i'm glad you did that that's exactly what i needed and now he has a great girlfriend and they are doing great. And I will maybe meet her in the next year at a tailgate. And hopefully she doesn't hate my guts like the other girl does. And I don't think she will because she knows we walked away from the friendship because I don't blame the other girl for hating me when he texts me about his day. Like that's not, that's just not. And I I told him at the end of the friendship, the best friend, I was like, at the end of the day, when you find your person, I find my person, this friendship can't keep going like this. So yeah. we cut it off for our future sake. And he was like, I don't get it. And then he called me. And he's like, I get it now. Get it. Like, Great. Mm-hmm. Glad you made me to the punch. Glad you get the wedding first. You know? but, but overall, I'm like, I'm so happy for him. And yeah, but yeah. Anyways, choose and prioritize your girlfriends over the guy friends. It's always the girls in college who will, and this wasn't Ketley, because I truly believe you were probably a great girlfriend but who care more about pleasing the guys and being one of the boys. And you'll miss out on your bridesmaids if you do that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. It was strange because I did have, you know, the guy that like we became besties 
and we'd always say like, okay, if we're single by 30, we're, we're going to get married and ha ha ha, I get married. He got married three years ago. So that's great. But she followed me on Instagram during like the, you know, engagement. So I was like, okay, he's definitely talking about me still. So it's kind of weird. Um, invited to the wedding Oof. I got invited to the wedding you know she I was like I need to see her oh crap I need <laughs> to see her in person and I ended up not being able to go which I'm like this is just better for the both of us like I really just like we just didn't really feed into it and um I because she followed my Instagram I would like always like DM her like during the wedding I was like you look so pretty oh my gosh like I'm a big advocate for be the girl's girl at the end of the day like it always gets confusing it always gets messy when you're wanting to like always be around guys and try to like feed into this whole like what if will they won't they scenario um but yeah really just like start finding your girlfriends early on in college and yeah the guys they'll come and go but just learn from the situation chips you're always gonna they're always gonna be there there's no way like to quote unquote avoid them um so my bi- biggest advice is just learn from them but walk away and learn from them please literally but- so good okay well Ketley, what's our sponsors for this week um and oh. by the way if you don't know what we do we we sponsor an episode but it's not actual ads because not there yet humble girls so we create our own oh. sponsors and it's something we like um not paid ads so yeah i'll go first it. If it makes sense um go for it. definitely makes sense i'm sponsoring this to moving i'm preparing to move <gasps> and is the worst thing ever packing is the worst i'm it's just gonna lost. start throwing things away like i think I do it. i don't blame you that's what i did goodwill is getting like forks because i just will like buy and i'm like i don't have the money to rebuy forks but it looks like i'm gonna like you know like, uh, like i'll that. figure it out yeah so um i'm sponsoring into moving because i hate it but i'm like also excited for it so i'll that's see you so soon. if you don't know i'll let my podcast people know before anyone else i'm moving to atlanta so Woo! let me know good churches uh Good, I don't know, good food, good sushi is always good big sushi, deal. I was gonna say, good, yeah. good gyms. I think I'm gonna be a CrossFit girly, so time will tell. I love it. I love it. Um, well, I'm sponsoring this episode to Girl Dinner. That's been like oh, my it's a good one, Getley. Uh, I was prepared for this. I made dinner before. That's You've also like, always dinner. been a girl dinner girl. Like that is kind of I feel like I've had where you will eat your your snacker, you're not a dinner. Like a but I just like pack on all my snacks at to one like crazy point in the night, and that's my girl dinner. It's terrible. I'm, e- I'm currently eating um white rice, eggs, and I've been dabbling into some ginger snaps and my classic white Reese's thin so there's my girl dinner for the night yeah so if y'all don't know there's like a trend on TikTok to joke about girl dinner it's kind of like guys will always have like protein and meal girls will just put some stuff together if it's just them throw a little thing together. I'm not that girl like I'm the type of girl who can finish a whole chipotle bowl and everyone's like oh how sweet I get three meals from this I'm like not me <laughs> oh my I'm I'm a boy breakfast lunch and dinner for me yeah. so I would love to know if there's any other girls who consider themselves a boy dinner girl but okay guys Thank you all so much for tuning in to another edition of the Water Into Wine podcast. Remember to follow our Instagram at Water Into Wine podcast. Follow our personal accounts, which is at the Grace Valentine and at underscore Ket two underscores. Is yes, right? two underscores. Ah, look yeah. at me. I'm a good friend. Yeah. Um, and let's see if there's any soft launches of the quarterback soon. You know, let's see if Ooh, you see be on the lookout. There, you know, like I bet it'll be coming soon to an Instagram square near you. But yeah. And give us like and subscribe. We're so thankful for y'all. And send to a friend that you also know is struggling with situationships or beginning college. So love you a lot.